Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning, it's Wednesday, November 15th, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. I am John Frenet. The Capital Gazette reporting that Annapolis's Chief of Historic Preservation has resigned her position. Danielle Ohl reports that Lisa Craig, the Chief of Historic Preservation, resigned on Monday. She has served as Chief of Historic Preservation since 2010 and submitted her resignation to Planning and Zoning Director Pete Gutwald. In her letter, she said, I've enjoyed working with you these past few years and have been honored to assist the hundreds of property owners, business owners, and design professionals in the city who have demonstrated a true commitment to protecting and improving their historic buildings. Her last day will be November 28th. She went head-to-head with Mayor-elect Gavin Buckley and the mural that is painted on the side of one of his buildings. Additionally, she came under fire with Historic Preservation Chair Sharon Kennedy when they led a failed effort to update the city's central preservation law, which regulates building changes within the 50-year-old historic district. Some of the changes they wanted to incorporate were the ability for the city to come in and inspect interiors of building for compliance. BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport is making some changes to ease congestion outside the terminal during the busy holiday season. And I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but starting today through January 15th, the first hour of parking in the hourly garage adjacent to the terminal will be free. That will be great if you're going in to meet somebody. But during that same period, hotel shuttles, off-airport parking shuttles, and ride-hailing services such as Uber and Lyft will be required to use only the upper-level roadway for both dropping off and picking up passengers. That means that passengers arriving with checked baggage will need to retrieve their luggage, travel upstairs, and then out the upper doors to get their shuttle or their Lyft or Uber. Taxis are not affected by that, and taxis can still be picked up at the lower level there. We finally found out who is going to be our aldermen for Wards 2 and Ward 8. Incumbent Alderman Fred Payone and Ross Arnett have retained their seats after all of the absentee and provisional votes were counted yesterday. Prior to the canvas, Payone held a slim 18-vote lead over challenger Kurt Regal. After the canvas, Regal trailed Payone by 42 votes, allowing Payone to retain his seat. The final count was Payone 842 to Regal's 800, which is actually one vote less than Regal lost last time around. In Ward 8, Alderman Ross Arnett picked up 66 additional votes, and candidate Julie Musog picked up an additional 54 votes, which ended up giving Arnett a 63-vote victory to retain his seat. The final count there was Arnett with 916 and Musog with 853. According to Annapolis-based pollster OpinionWorks, 67% of Maryland voters are approving of Governor Hogan's performance in office, while only 22% disapprove. It seems a little bit converse with President Trump. 63% disapprove of Trump, while only 34% approve. Well, that's good news for Hogan. It may not be as good as it could be because Marylanders also signal that they are inclined to vote for Democrats in the General Assembly, both in the House of Delegates and the Senate, by a margin of 42 to 23. 
Seemingly always in the news, District 5 Councilman Michael Perutka's name surfaced on a letter of support for embattled U.S. Senate candidate Roy Moore from Alabama. Moore has been accused of pursuing teenage girls as young as 14 during his time as district attorney in Alabama. Perutka's name was published along with 50 other pastors on Facebook on Sunday night by Moore's wife, Kayla Moore. Perutka has not addressed his support of Moore. However, in a really amusing incident, he accidentally called a reporter for the Capitol, but when the reporter identified himself, Peruka abruptly hung up and his voicemail is now full. I think at some point, Michael Peruka is going to have to come out and make some sort of a statement. What's that old saying? You've got to S or get off the pot. Now stay tuned. We've got George Young and DMV weather coming right up. And to wrap it up, we've got a little dose of opinion. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George from DMV Weather. Here's your Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, November 15th. After some early sunshine today, expect to see some clouds start to move back into the area in the afternoon and evening hours tonight as another cold front approaches from the west and we get a little drizzle and light rain in the overnight hours pretty much very early Thursday morning from about midnight to 6 a.m. For today specifically, we forecasted a target high temp of 50 degrees for both downtown Annapolis and BWI Airport, which will produce our ninth consecutive day of below average high temps for the area, and it'll be our 11th out of 15 days for the month with below average high temps in each location. Low temps tonight should be in the upper 30s and lower 40s across all of Anne Arundel County, followed by a warmer day tomorrow with a mixture of sun and clouds as temps climb into the mid to upper 50s late morning or early afternoon just ahead of a cold front arriving mid to late day, which will then be followed by northwest winds of 10 to 20 miles per hour with gusts 20 to 30 between noon and midnight as the cold front moves through the region from west to east and off to our east toward the Atlantic Ocean. After that, Friday is nice and sunny, but still several degrees below average behind the cold front with high temps around 50 degrees. And then we get more rain showers on Saturday, mainly from, say, late morning into the nighttime hours as another cold front moves through the region due to a strong low-pressure center moving across the northern tier of the United States and ultimately toward New England. And that will bring us sunny and cold conditions Sunday and Monday with highs only 45 to 50 and lows 30 to 35. Okay, that's it for us today. Get our free weather app from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store by searching for DCMDVA Weather. And know you can also follow us 24-7, 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Remember, whatever the weather out there, have fun and be safe. Hey there, this is John Fernay, and the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief is sponsored by, well, it could be you. Podcasting is a growing trend, and since launching on September 1st, we have more than 10,000 downloads of this podcast, plus thousands of listens on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. In addition to our Facebook page, All Annapolis, and our Twitter account, we distribute the Daily News Brief to Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app that can be played on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device. We focus on local news, local weather, local events, and local sports, including high school and college. So our audience is pretty tightly targeted to the greater Annapolis area. And if you own or manage a local business, you're likely customer. Intrigued? 
Well, here's something to think about. Your company could be featured on this daily podcast for less than $20 a day. Interested? Shoot me an email and let's talk. My email address is john at ionanapolis.net, and that's E-Y-E-O-N-A-N-N-A-P-O-L-I-S, but you already knew that, .net. Let's get together and see what we can make happen. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. Okay, the city election has been decided, and we know who will be taking the seats in the Annapolis City Council on December 4th. And a hearty congratulations to the winners. Here's to hoping that you do the right things over the next four years and that you heed my own personal mantra in my own personal relationships and just don't screw it up. The day after the election, Tim Hamilton and I had arranged interviews with both Mayor-elect Gavin Buckley and Mayor Panelides on the Maryland Crabs podcast. Unfortunately, we were unable to connect with Mayor Panelides, and when I finally did, he said that he was unavailable because he did not think he was going to lose. I'm not sure that was the best excuse for missing an interview. At the end of the day on November 7th, just like the end of a baseball game, someone is going to go home a loser. And politics is a game of winners and losers, and I want to talk to the, quote, losers unquote, here for a minute. To you losers out there, thank you. The easiest thing to do is to sit back and criticize. Hell, I do it for a living. But you put it out there for everyone. Politics is a dirty business and all of your warts were exposed, or at least we think that was all of them. From bankruptcies to failed businesses to a hit and run to the time I saw one of you kick in a kitten. Now, I'm joking about that last part. But you knowingly put yourself out there for one reason. You cared. Maybe it was because you didn't like the national political scene. Maybe you hated mayors of Greek descent. I don't know. Maybe you felt you could have done a better job. Maybe it was your time to pay back the community. I'm talking to you, Bumper. You all had your reason, but you did it. And for that, I am thankful, and the rest of the voters in Annapolis should be thankful as well. But I have a challenge for you that seems to elude most of the other losing candidates in elections past. Stay involved. You may be soured on running again. No one would blame you for not running again. But you have a voice, and like it or not, this election helped to amplify that voice. People are listening, so use it. Please attend or watch the city council meetings as best you can. Show up at the community forums. Write or talk to your aldermen and mayor. Heck, send in letters to the editor to the Capitol and to us here at Ion Annapolis. We'll print them. Make sure the winners are held accountable. Please. And lest anyone forget the names of these so-called losers... And they are not, just in case the sarcasm's not coming through in the podcast. A hearty thanks and my personal admiration to Joe Budge, candidate for Alderman in Ward 1, Larry Clausen, candidate for Alderman in Ward 1, Kurt Regal, candidate for Alderman in Ward 2, Tony Strong Pratt, candidate for Alderman in Ward 4, James Appel, candidate for Alderman in Ward 5, Dewan Gay, candidate for Alderman in Ward 6, Alexis Viegas, candidate for Alderman in Ward 7, David Frankel, candidate for Alderman in Ward 7. Bumper Moyer, candidate for Alderman in Ward 8. Julie Mussog, candidate for Alderman in Ward 8. State Senator John Astle, candidate for Mayor. Nevin Young, candidate for Mayor. And Mayor Mike Panelides, candidate for Mayor. Please, please, remain involved. We're counting on you. And that's what I've been thinking. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. 
be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.